Welcome to Celebrate Cultivate, a podcast about celebrating the good in life and cultivating more of what you want. I'm your host, Kayleen Elise. My intention is to offer deep breaths and ideas for appreciating the magic in everyday life. I'm here to help you listen to your intuition, trust your inner wisdom, and act with inspiration. Let's get to it. Welcome back to the show. I'm delighted as always to be here with you and I'm really looking forward to the topic today. It is my son Owen's fifth birthday and I'm celebrating five years of motherhood. So we will get into this conversation and I'm excited just to share a bit about my journey and some of the lessons that I've learned in these five years and share a few resources that I've found helpful. But before we do that, I just want to kind of check in on where I am and what's going on right now. So I am currently in my third trimester, pregnant with my third baby. And I just got over a cold recently, which I mean, summer colds are never fun, especially when you're pregnant. So that kind of grounded me a little, made me rest and made me kind of check in on how do I want to feel in these next several weeks while I'm still pregnant and moving into that newborn phase and that healing phase with my body, it just kind of gave me a lot to think about when I wasn't feeling so good. But I'm on the mend now. My voice is still a little raspy, but we are getting there. We're getting back to normal and it feels so good. And this week in particular, I have just had one of those weeks where I am just getting so much done. I'm firing on all cylinders. I'm asking for what I need and getting it. The universe is responding. Things are just clicking along and it feels amazing. It feels so good. And so it's just a really nice reminder to myself that there are ebbs and flows to life. And in my first trimester, when I felt so sad and just nothing was really feeling the way that I wanted it to, and it felt like nothing was going my way, even though I'm sure overall it was really fine. You know, it's just nice to kind of be in this place now where I'm like, okay, things are happening. Things are moving along and there will be more seasons of rest and stillness. And then there will be other seasons like this where I'm like, wow, things are happening. It's good. So just wanted to share that in case you're in either season or somewhere in between, you know, it always changes. And I think that's one of the things that is helpful to remember. It doesn't fix anything. It doesn't change anything, but it's just nice to kind of have in your back pocket that it won't always be this way because things change. And the energy around you changes and your energy changes and your attitude will change. And when it doesn't happen naturally, obviously there's things that you can do to help shift your energy and become in alignment. I mean, definitely some of the focus that I've had recently on intention and intuition and alignment has really supported me in this 
phase of like everything happening at once because there are also seasons where I've had, I've been this quote unquote busy and I've had so much going on and it's been really overwhelming and too much. And instead where I am right now is like, I am moving from one thing to another and getting stuff done left and right. And it feels so good and so awesome and not overwhelming. It feels just the right amount. It feels like things fit together perfectly. Like I am currently living in a really, really solid Tetris game where all of the pieces are just like click, 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 zoom, zoom, zoom. (laughs) You know, and other times you can be playing Tetris and there are just holes everywhere. None of the pieces fit together. It's a total disaster. And you're just like letting, you're just like pushing the down button so that every, all the blocks just come so that you can get a fresh board, right? <laughs> like there are both. And I have played Tetris in both ways many, many times. And I'm just in that season right now, in that moment right now, in that round of the game where things are boop, 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 clicking into place. One of the things that has me super delighted is that Summer in Flow is in session and it is such an amazing group. One of the things I'm the most excited about with Summer in Flow is that everyone who joined also was in Magical May. So there is a synergy and a connection with this group of people that is truly tangible. Like it's a virtual experience. We are connecting through Zoom and through Voxer, but these people are seeing each other and supporting each other and walking alongside each other and finding flow and insights and inspiration together. And that is just a really special thing. And it has kind of opened my viewpoint and perspective on how I want my business and the work I do and what I share and what I create, how I want that to kind of shift in the end of this year and into the beginning of next year is that ultimately my aim is to support you through all of the seasons that we go through in life and in the year. And so the different virtual retreats, the different group coaching experiences I offer, the things that I share, I want them to be connected and fluid and go from one to the next so that you feel like you can join all of them or come into them when you're ready and just feel that continuity, that support throughout the year, because living with inspiration, living in alignment to your intuition, living with intention, all of that is something that we can do every day, every season, and it changes and evolves with us as opposed to it being something we just do for a few weeks or for a few hours and then check the box, we're done. Um, I mean, you can do it like that, but I think that overall to really see alignment and transformation and to feel supported and empowered in your life's journey, these are things that we can check in with daily. Another thing I've been super surprised by, excited by, is that I've had a few one-on-one clients coming in, a few new clients working on that in-depth experience, which is typically a three-month program, and we've been customizing it to fit this season and also to make sure we're wrapping up 
before my baby comes in September. So that's been amazing. And if you're interested in working with me one-on-one, there's still a little bit of time for us to do that. But now is the time because I don't know when I'm going to be accepting one-on-one clients again after August. So it is July 1st right now. If you're really interested in working with me, go to my website, check it out, send me an email. Let's get a session scheduled. Basically, I'm working through August and then the baby's expected to be here in September. So that's kind of my game plan there. And then the one last thing that I wanted to share before we dive into the heart of the episode is that my moon meditations are currently on hold. So I had shared about how you could join and get a season pass, and I was super excited about it. And then after getting sick and really just kind of thinking about what my priorities are for this season, I've decided to put those on hold. So if you purchased the moon meditations, you've already received a refund. And if it was something that you were thinking about for this season— They're no longer available, but that's okay. We will bring them back when it feels like it's in better alignment with me and my energy and the moon, and we'll just see when those come to play. I really love doing some work around the moon through those moon zooms that we had earlier this year or through the meditations, but as of right now, it just doesn't feel in alignment, so I'm putting it on hold. Okay, so like I said, today is my son Owen's fifth birthday, and I am celebrating five years of motherhood, and I thought it would be a nice thing to honor that time, honor that journey, and just kind of share my experience with motherhood so far. And So kind of just like thinking about it from the beginning, growing up, I always just knew I wanted to be a mom. My mom was a stay-at-home mom, and I loved babies from as early as I can remember. I just adored babies. My brother's four years younger than me, so I remember when he was born. I remember him being a baby, and it was just something I always knew that I would be a mom someday. And even when Adam and I started dating and, you know, when we had been together for years and years before we got engaged and before we got married, but it was always just known that I would be a stay-at-home mom and that I wanted to have children, probably more than two. And that's just kind of where my head was at. And in terms of like my career, I kind of always felt like I wanted a career that would allow me to be a mom, which I can't even like verbalizing that feels weird and wrong, but that's sort of where my mindset was. Like my career aspirations were tacked onto and in tandem with my ideas around motherhood. And I just kind of thought I would work for a while, have a career, and then I would be a mom and a stay-at-home mom. And so Adam and I got married in 2014. And in 2015, I found out I was pregnant and it was super exciting. And I did all the cute things to like tell him that I was pregnant. I like bought him cupcakes and surprised him with the pregnancy test. And it was just, you know, super, super exciting. I remember we went out to dinner that night when we found out or when I told him 
and we were at a like an Italian restaurant and I realized like, oh, I don't know if I'm allowed to eat this and I don't know if I can eat this. And so I was like at the table Googling <laughs> what I could eat pregnant that first dinner. Um, but that pregnancy actually didn't work out. I ended up having a miscarriage at nine weeks pregnant And it was a pregnancy that was questionable from the beginning. When I went in for my first doctor's appointment, they couldn't find a heartbeat, but there was a yolk sac. And so it was like one of those things where, well, maybe you're just earlier than you thought and we'll wait a few weeks. And then a few weeks turned into, no, it's probably not a viable pregnancy. And so it was just a really... I mean, so many women experience miscarriage and infertility. And I mean, if you are in that journey or if you have been on that journey, I see you and I support you. And if listening to this isn't the right thing for you, then definitely stop. You know, everybody has their own level of what feels good and right and supportive. For me, that miscarriage was a real education on just... I had this really clear realization that once you're pregnant, like the baby will also be part of you and then not part of you there. Once that happens, like it's there and then it will be not there either as a person or as a loss. Um, and so that was like a realization that I had, it never dawned on me and never occurred to me in such a visceral and clear way. And I was sad. I mean, it was hard, but um, we were able to get pregnant relatively quickly afterwards. And that was when I was pregnant with Owen. And that pregnancy was an adventure. We went to Australia while I was pregnant and we went to Fiji while I was pregnant. I can't think of anywhere else, but we traveled um, quite a bit that year. And I was working, but I was working for my dad. We were building a wellness business and I kind of decided through the end of my pregnancy that I wanted to quit that and stay home and get ready for the baby And so that was the opportunity I had. And it was pretty magical to not be working, to have that adjustment period before becoming a stay-at-home mom, where the time that I had was really focused on me and my pregnancy. We had just bought a new house. And so I was getting the house ready for baby, all of that. Um, But I really did make a big project out of being pregnant. And I did all of the things. And my birth with Owen, that experience was something I've shared a birth story in a blog post before, and it was posted on the Every Mom. So I can share a link to that in the show notes. And maybe I'll do a birth story episode at some point. That's a whole thing, you know, getting into your birth stories. Not that I'm afraid to share, but I just, if I talk about that, we won't have any room for anything else. So, but my birth was, it was a good experience, but it was also very surprising and different than what I expected, even though in a lot of ways, it was exactly what I wanted. And my journey into being a new mother was also very different than what I expected. I mean, it's like a theme 
with me and motherhood is just like, oh, this is different. Um, but in 2017, I got pregnant with my daughter, Merritt, and it was right after Owen's first birthday, really, that we first started trying. And in 2018, I had a new baby the second time around. So I had two children in the first two years. Owen was 22 months old when Merritt was born. And being a mom the second time around was really empowering and really healing for me. There was just something within me that helped me understand that, oh, okay, I do know what I'm doing. And what I was doing with the first one wasn't so bad, (laughs) you know, like it worked out and I'm okay. And these babies are okay. And it just gave me a new sense of confidence. And it really did help put so much of my first year of motherhood into perspective when I had a new baby in their first year of life, if that makes sense. In 2019, I'm just kind of giving you like a little rundown of a timeline in this past five years. In 2019, that's when I really had that kind of career awakening again within me. I launched a website design business then, and I started doing virtual retreats and started giving back to my website more in earnest again and just spending more time online and thinking about what do I want to be doing and realizing that being a stay-at-home mom didn't feel good and in alignment with me anymore. And so that 2019 year was a huge shift for me emotionally and mentally and just in realizing this dream that I had of wanting to be a stay-at-home mom my entire life, then getting to that point and then being like, this isn't what I thought it was going to be and I'm not who I thought I was going to be. And having to reorient myself in a new place of like, okay, well, if that's the truth, then what am I going to do next? And who am I going to become? And what do I want to do with this information of knowing that I want work beyond my house, but I also want to be a really good mom. And it was just a lot to grapple with. And honestly, I have no answers. (laughs) I don't have any, I have a lot of clarity on where I am now, but I don't have like, these are, these are the answers to, to give to you. In 2020, I started the year really thinking that I wanted to have another baby. And there was some conversations that needed to happen in my partnership with my husband, Adam, to make that something that we both felt great about. And then COVID hit, probably right around the time when we would have started trying. And it just was like, you know, what is this world? What is happening? How long is it going to be? You know, all of those questions that we all were facing in early spring last year. And so we just kind of put that on hold and got through the year, you know. And it was towards the end of 2020, kind of thinking about family planning of like, okay, maybe it would be good to 
to start trying and just see what happens. And um, on January 1st, I found out that I was pregnant. So 2021, as I've shared in previous episodes, has really been marked through this pregnancy. We found out really early, and this has been a different pregnancy than the other two in some ways. And in other ways, it's been very familiar, but you know, it's kind of a full circle moment. It feels like being that I have a five-year-old for some reason, five feels like a really big milestone. I think it's because Owen is not just turning five. He's also starting kindergarten next month. We start kindergarten in August here in Austin. And so it's this big shift in energy and big changes happening in our family and in my life as a mom. Like being a grade school mom is totally different than being a baby and a toddler mom. And I guess I'm going to be navigating both, right? Because I'm going to have a brand new baby in September. But it's just a whole new world, um, all new insecurities and what do we do and what are we supposed to do and what do we bring and all of that, learning to navigate school and just also thinking about chunks of time in years of five, like the next time I celebrate another block of five years, Owen will be turning 10 and that's just remarkable to think about. So I just wanted to kind of share that, look at the high level view of what motherhood has been for me in the past five years, because it's kind of fun to share stories and, and look at different people's journeys. And I know that from time to time when I've been thinking like, oh, do we want to, do we want to have another baby or how should we space our babies out or all that? It's just nice to hear what other people have done. Um, But as I think about these five years of motherhood, a few key lessons or just like highlights of information stand out to me. And the first is that motherhood is very different from what I expected. In some ways, so much more delightful, of course, but in other ways, just way more disorienting and way more of a challenge than I ever thought it would be. And I am not the mother I imagined I would be. I'm way less crafty than I thought I would be. I'm in some ways less hands-on. In other ways, things come easier and more naturally than I was thinking they would. And it's really the identity for me of mother has helped me orient myself in the world. But then also I've questioned that because that identity of mother is completely tacked onto their existence, my children's existence. So really it has nothing to do with me. So it's been an interesting examination for me personally on what does it mean and what is important to me? What are my priorities? And I think for me, one of the things right now that I really want to invite in and encourage within myself is just empowering my children to be who they are, supporting them, making them safe, and being a safe place for them to be their own people. And also to let myself be me 
the truest version of me, the good, the bad, the ugly, the wonderful, the delightful, the horrendous, all of it. Um, Because when we are our truest selves, we help others see that it's okay for them to be who they are. And that's what I want for my children more than anything else is for them to be who they are. Another thing that's been just wonderful about motherhood is the community that I have found, the camaraderie, the support. And that is something that I think people and women especially can find in any pocket of identities. But it's something that I wasn't expecting because I haven't really ever been a girl's girl. And I haven't really, I was never in a sorority and I never really had like a shared language with other women until becoming a mom. So that has opened a doorway for me that I wasn't anticipating. And another thing that I always talk about, which is that your first is always your first. (laughs) You know, you think like, oh, I've been a mom for five years. I am still learning new things and getting completely blindsided by things left and right with my first because he is my first and he'll always be my first. And so that's something that I really, I think it was like when he was two or three, I was like, oh yeah, like this is the journey is that he will always teach me and I will always be learning through being his mom because we will always be paving this path together. And then in with Merit, our second, I have walked this road before. It's a different journey with her, of course, but the, like the road is a little bit more paved and I'm a bit more seasoned. I've hiked this route before. And there will obviously be things that I've never like taken that route, that right turn with her or with anybody else. But overall, like I just feel a lot more confident as a mother the second time I've done something than the first time. (laughs) So that's just something I've learned about myself is that I'm always learning and that I'm always a beginner with him And it's okay. And my insecurities about being a mother and not knowing what I'm doing and the first time of everything is just, you know, having that humble willingness to figure it out as we go. That's been a huge lesson that I've learned. So five feels big, but it's also just the beginning. Like I said, the next big chunk of five years will be, he'll be 10. That's still pretty little, you know? But then... He'll be 15 and then he'll be 20 and then he'll be 25. Oh my goodness. You know, it just compounds. And so I'm really trying to enjoy this moment and also just know that the way that time passes, it will be what it is. But that's kind of where I am with with motherhood at this point. I did want to share just really quickly a few books that I've enjoyed these past five years in motherhood, two of my absolute favorites, which I have read, not listened to the audiobooks, are both by Karen Mazin Miller. The first one is Mama Zen, and the second one is Hand Wash Cold. I love both of those books so much, and she is just such an amazing teacher, so I highly recommend checking those out. And then two more tactical books, if you will, 
are The Happy Sleeper by Julie Wright and Heather Turgeon. I really love this book for sleep guidance, which is a challenge for some over the span of five years. And the thing I really like about this book is that it is very supportive in a long-term view. And so it is one that literally in the last five years, I have gone back to many, many times. And it's one I've bought multiple times for friends and lended out copies. So if you're in any sort of sleep situation, that would be my top recommendation. The fourth book I would recommend is Spirit Babies by Walter Macon. And this one is one that I just recently read before we got pregnant with this third baby. And Spirit Babies is just a super magical, amazing, lovely book if you're looking to connect with your babies before they are born, before they are here. And um, it was really healing to read some of the parts of the book about loss. Um, And it was just really an amazing kind of support for me as we were navigating that, you know, trying to get pregnant and is it the right time and all of that. So if you've heard of the book or if you've been drawn to it, here's a little nudge to go check it out because it's a really great book. And then my last book recommendation is for now, I always have more book recommendations, but my last for this one is an awesome audiobook, but I'm sure it's also great to read in your hands, but it's Bringing Up Baby by Pamela Druckerman. And it if you haven't read this book, it's about an American mom in Paris bringing up her babies and just kind of the differences in motherhood from, you know, the different cultures. And it's just a fun, the way she writes is enjoyable. It's a great read and it could be a good fun summer read if you're home with your kids this season. So to wrap up today's episode, I do have an upcoming interview series on motherhood and identity. And some of you have brought me amazing suggestions on who to have on the show, but definitely send yours in if you know of someone or have someone in mind who you think I should interview. You can send me a DM or you can comment on the post for today's show on Instagram. And if you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot of your podcast app and share it on Instagram stories and just write a little note about your motherhood journey and what this episode has meant to you. And be sure to tag me. I'm at Kayleen Elise so I can see it. And thank you for sharing. I'll be back next week after eating some cake and celebrating with my big five-year-old boy. I've got a conversation coming up about intentional living with Caitlin Curiosity. It is a good conversation, y'all. You are going to enjoy it thoroughly. Caitlin is a gem. So stay tuned for that. Thank you so much for listening. Visit KayleenElise.com for links and notes from today's episode. Connect with me on Instagram. I'm at KayleenElise. Please share this pod with anyone who could use a little extra magic in their everyday life. Stay tuned for the next episode. I'll talk to you then.